welcome to the Goddess Tarot Society podcast. My name is Hannah and I am a professional tarot reader. I've been inspired to invent this podcast for you all as a place where we can speak about the different themes, the archetypes of the major arcana involving some interviews with my friends as we just have conversations about these themes, what they mean to us, some of my some of my friends have invited along on this this fool's journey of the major arcana are those that remind me of the different archetypes or inspire me inspire me to explore these themes in greater detail as we're always continuously learning on this gorgeous human journey that we're on and yeah, I just, I hope you enjoy coming along on this journey with us and we'll share some of our gems, some of our wisdoms that we've learned for our life and I want to share this with all of you. So a little bit about myself, I'm Hannah, I live in Scotland and I have a love affair with self-development. I always enjoy coming back to myself. I enjoy learning and unlearning as it can be a painful process at times, but it's always so liberating sharing and learning as I come back to my authentic self. And ultimately that's what led me to the tarot. My journey with the tarot started two years ago, back in 2019, just by trusting my own intuition. I can't pinpoint the exact moment, but I began watching some tarot videos on YouTube and I was hooked. I was sitting there, I had my notebook at hand and I just couldn't stop. I was like, this is all resonating with me. And it was a pleasant crossover from self-development over to something a bit more a bit more spiritual as I was really starting to discover more of my spiritual side at this point. It was really my first year of my sobriety as well and I, I don't believe in coincidences. I, I feel that when I was clearing my body with, with the different sub substances and alcohol that it allowed this clearer channel for me to develop on my journey personally. So by by the kind of mid-2019, I, I discovered the tarot. I was then embarking on my own fool's journey of my last big solo travel um, trip that I took. And my goodness, since I found the tarot, I have been studying it like it has been going out of fashion. Like every day I've been showing up and you always learn more and more about, about the cards as you go along. And though this, this podcast is based on, on the tarot, it's also a space for the spiritually curious as well. You don't need to know much about the tarot to come on this journey with us. All are welcome, especially those that are drawn towards self-development and learning more about themselves. Um, with my journey on, on the tarot, it's just helped me gain fresh perspectives as I study each of, each of the cards. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the full, it is the first, or can be the last card in the Major Arcana, wherever you want to put it. It is, it is 
purely the seed, it's number zero, which can be representing of the seed. So I wanted to share some of my experiences when I've gone off and I've been the fool. And that is really where I've taken the inspiration from for the, the motto of the Goddess Tarot Society, which is trust your intuition. And if you have had a tarot reading from myself, I love talking about intuition. And intuition is just that feeling we get. It's a whisper from our soul. And when we listen to that and we follow the things that light us up, that make us feel good, that's when we can truly embark on the fool's journey. The magic of life starts to unfold. And you can read or listen to other people's experiences of coming into their own spirituality, of experiencing signs and synchronicities and being on their own journey. But until you truly experience that for yourself, it just... It makes, it makes such a difference to be able to follow your sparks because I do believe we're all here to follow a different purpose, our own unique, special purpose as we walk this path. Some people say that we've all here, came here for, for a different reason, to find our purpose. Some people call that our dharma as well, to really explore why it is that, that we have came here for. And the, the tarot can be a great tool to do that, but I don't believe we're all here for you know, this great bigger meaning. Um, I think we're here to have fun, to just experience different things as we're here and, and enjoy yourself along the way. It takes some time as well to unlearn some of our societal conditioning that we need to be productive. Personally, this has been a huge part of my journey at the moment where I've really been connecting my own worth to my productivity. And I've seen this as I've gone on my fool's journey with the tarot this year, taking my tarot business full time, which is super, super exciting for me. And, and the path has just started to unfold for me, which is great, but you have to take that initial leap. And as I've taken that leap, I've the reason why I've done this for myself is to create create a space whereby I can really link up with my own uh, my own body cycles as a female, as I can find it really difficult to be in a corporate environment towards the the end of my cycle. I can find it tough. I'm dealing with a lot of um, heightened anxiety. I, my body needs a lot more rest and recovery, especially if I have been working hard and taking lots of actions throughout my cycle. It can ultimately lead me to a burnout. So coming back to where I am now, it's funny that I've created this space for myself so that I can do my own work and allow the magic of it to unfold, yet I really struggle to enjoy my days off and not feel guilt and not feel shame and not be kicking myself for just relaxing. Um, you've got my voice, you know, the devil on my shoulder telling me you've not done enough, you've not worked enough this week and, and therefore and shaming myself for it and though this is a process of learning and well more so unlearning in my part here I know ultimately I've done the right thing by following my intuition my inner knowing because ultimately the reason that I am I've decided to become a tarot reader is because naturally one of my gifts is to be able to inspire others to be able to help others see their worth 
And when you discover what you are naturally good at, it just comes to you easily, it flows. Um, if you are of service to other people as well, that's always an added bonus to have that fulfillment of and um, being of service to others. And when we are in that, that space, that creative space, it it's so easy to compare it to what we've been taught that is right or what we've been taught that we should do, which for many of us is working a nine to five to doing the, you know, the hard grafting. We've been, we've been taught to think that we must be working hard to be or to be able to earn a good living. And it's interesting when we start to shift our perspectives of this because I very much felt the same way that I must be working super hard, optimise my productivity levels in order to, you know, make the most money. And therefore, I do believe money is a tool there so we can do the experiences we want. So the more money we can have, the more experiences we can have. But it's um, about finding that balance, that sweet spot as well. We can spend the rest of our lives working a job that isn't isn't quite aligned with us and usually usually no we can feel we can sense that there's something greater there's something more that's beyond that but we can be afraid of exploring that and discovering it could be what will other people think of me how will how will my peers or strangers potentially on the internet these these friends that we've gathered up um, on our social medias over years how will these people view us but the harsh reality is most of the time people are so busy within their own little life worrying about their own little problems that what we do people don't notice so much and that can be a difficult truth to start to digest because it's like oh I don't matter as much as I thought I did but it's not that you don't matter we all matter know that and affirm to yourself you're loved you're worthy and you're enough but we're here for such a short time like we really are I try not it's a, it's a funny one to say because I'm actually trying to change my perspective to assure myself I do have time to do everything. But on the grander scale of things, you only need to talk to somebody that's towards the, the end of their life or, you know, even somebody that is, that is middle-aged that can tell you that you're just going to blink and all of a sudden 10 years is going to pass or five years is going to pass. So really make the most of it. And I imagine myself how I help myself with embarking on Phil's journey, because there can be a lot of that fear, whether that's fear of judgment, fear of showing up for yourself, and fear of playing big, it could even be fear of success. I mean, these are all things that I've been going through <laughs> recently that I feel called to share. I've been sharing in some of my tarot readings um, recently as well. But when we start to work through the fear, unpick the fear, it can even be to make friends with our fear and understand that our fear is just there as a safety mechanism. It's there to help us, to save us, but when we can understand it, we can harness it in the right way. Is the fear that you're feeling actually excitement, that anxiety kind of fear, that, that niggle that may be holding you back, perhaps that's actually excitement that's starting or wanting to come through, but you're just not putting it in that way. 
And when we're trying to invite the energy of the full into our lives, it can be really daunting, you know, inviting new beginnings into our life because we need to make change. And with change, there can be chaos. There's the unknown of it all. We don't know where it's going to lead us. How many times in your life have you taken a chance and it has worked out or there has been some magic behind it? Or maybe it didn't work out, but you learned something amazing. How can you program your minds to tap into that abundance side that, you know, your brain's trying to tell you all the things will go wrong. What if it went right? What if? And I imagine myself as an 80 year old lady in a rocking chair, if I have to be so blessed and so fortunate to make it make it such a long life. If I'm to look back on my 20s or wherever I am in my life, I don't want to look back and think, what if I did tell that person that, you know, I loved them? Or what if I decided to take that opportunity? What if, what if, I'd rather live my life knowing I tried and put my best effort in with, you know, the massive bonus extras that it does work out and you do walk on that path, you know? And just, um, I think when we can understand our mind and understand our brain's programming is set to fear just merely for our survival back, back in the days where we needed that, you know? But we don't need that so much anymore. So how can you understand yourself best to make sure that it's not you that's holding yourself back? Because nine times out of ten, it is ourself that's holding us back. We can end up having a nine of swords moment whereby we let anxiety get the best of us because maybe we've started communicating with the universe or with others that we want to go on a certain path and then fear gets the better of us and and most of the fear is within us rather than outside of us and when we take that gift of spontaneity and when we do feel inspired use it go with it We don't need to be impulsive because most of the time our whispers that come from our soul, our intuition, they've been there a while. And my favourite ever practice that I've been doing since 2017 now, I started this practice as I was on a flight home from Australia. After another one of my fool's journeys, I went off to Southeast Asia to find myself after university. And... I was right, I just did a brain dump on an A4 piece of paper. I got everything down on there, everything I'd been thinking about, the places I wanted to go. There was a few people that I wanted to let go of that were unhealthy for me. I wrote down meditation. I wrote down I wanted to do my yoga teacher training. I wrote down I wanted to go to Nepal. And there was other things on there as well. And what I love about that is I got that all down on paper in 2017. There's so many things. And you think that you think that you have much more in your mind than you do. Like literally everything I'd been thinking about or wanted to do or had inspiration or was inspired by fit in an A4 piece of paper. Sometimes I do this activity and I can barely get half of the paper done. I thought I had loads inside that mind and really there wasn't um, as much as I thought. And why did I do that? I do that to help future me. I help future me know that, oh my goodness, that has been on my mind for 
six months or it's been on my mind for a year. I tend to do this activity probably um, quarterly. I don't manage it as often as a month. Um, I don't set any date or alarm to do this activity. It just naturally will come to me and I'll be inspired to, to write down what I want or what's inside my mind. And coming back to the page I wrote in 2017, I came across it or pulled it out of my archives um, last year and I was like, oh my goodness, I'm so proud of me. There, I'd wrote down meditation and since then I've now developed a daily practice that I'm deepening, I'm strengthening, I show up for myself, I meditate every day and it's helped me connect into my spirituality. And I'm like, wow, look at me just listening to that whisper. I didn't know how that was going to lead me or what it was going to lead me to, but it's really allowed me to keep my mind healthy, to help with my mental health and times have got tough. And it's been such a brilliant tool for me for so many reasons. And almost every week or every month, there's another download I get from meditation and I'm like, wow, what a brilliant tool. And then we have my some of my travel places I want to go to there was Nepal I had this calling to go to Nepal one of my Phil's journeys uh, my last one in fact when I when I traveled at the end of 2019 I didn't realize I wanted to go to Nepal for so long it was on my on my travel list and my goodness I had no idea before I embarked on that journey of the beautiful people I was going to meet there, the connections, the learnings. That was the first time in my life my signs and synchronicities started coming in hard and things I had been learning for the past year just all started to come up and come to fruition as I embarked on that journey. Those little things like I, my obsession for Tash Sultana started in May that year and I'd been listening to their album non-stop, Flow State, brilliant album, honestly, it is like the best things my ears have ever listened to and when Spotify told me how many hours I'd listened to, to Tash at the end of the year, I was like, wow, I think it was many days worth of Tash I'd listened to and I only started in the May time. But yeah, my signs, the album cover on Flow State was the meditation eyes. And I didn't think anything of this. This was just one of the small synchronicities. And when I was on my journey um, to go to base camp in Nepal, I started noticing that on the shrines that they had walking up the mountains, there was the meditation eyes. And I was like, wow, this is what they're talking about in that spiritual community about signs and synchronicities from the universe telling me that I'm on the right path like that was part of me celebrating like yes you've gone and done the fool's journey because let me tell you when I go and do solo journeys I am terrified it starts off as excitement and then it gets closer to the time and my brain will start freaking out and be like Hannah, what have you done? Are you sure you want to you want to travel on your own? What if you don't meet meet any friends? What if nobody likes you and wants to talk to you and you're just gonna be alone and this and that and all these all this inner chatter that comes up, but I need to tell myself, like, stop, I catch myself, something meditation has helped me with. I catch those thoughts and I say, Okay, I love you, I acknowledge you, but why don't we think about 
and um, I tend to take myself funnily enough to the flight home and I'm like when you're going to be in that flight home your heart's going to be so full with love you're going to have met so many wonderful people that are going to change your life they're you're going to meet some lifelong friends it happens every time and I can tell myself that because I've done the journeys before but I just imagine myself with you know, coming on that flight home full of all these adventures. And though we shouldn't live so much in the future, of course, live in the now. I think that's that's one of the practices I do that brings me back to my centre and makes me realise, like, yes, we're on this journey. It's just the start and it's scary because it's the unknown. But it's all going to be okay. And then I trust my intuition that I have been sent on these journeys for a reason. And it when we're learning to trust our intuition as a practice, it's a muscle we strengthen. And by using that piece of paper, by checking in with yourself, it will work well if you're already a journaler. Um, you can actually start to truly trust yourself that you're like, mm, there's, there's a reason why these certain things have came into my life. Another gorgeous fool's journey I went on was when I decided to move to a random place in England called Banbury. It was a series of events that, that got me there. I thought initially, oh, okay, I want to get, after my, my big travel to Southeast Asia, it's like, I want to get one of these big girl jobs. I went and studied international business, so I should at least um, test out the waters. And it's interesting that I knew the corporate life was never going to be for me longer term but I knew I wanted to try it out for some reason and I had this pull this arch it's like reading a manual for anything you could read a manual and watch all the YouTube videos on how to ride a bike but until you actually get on a bike and try to learn it it's just not it's not quite the same you need to acknowledge it and experience it for yourself and this journey started with me I thought okay London I don't know why London, I thought London be a great place, let's apply for jobs there, it's a big bustling city, um, so I applied for jobs there and it was at a group job interview and oh my goodness, I think this was my third day of interviews, so by this point I was thriving, I was like I'm going to come in and I have never shut, shun, shone, <laughs> shone so brightly in all my life, like really my true authentic self came out, I wasn't afraid of being seen, I just went in with my chest, honestly I love tapping into that energy of me because when I feel like I want to play small, I'm like, mm, just you tap into that version of yourself. I showed up in this like bright green top so I'd stand out from the crowd. Naturally, with my accent, I did stand out a little bit because it was mainly English people in the interview. And just my enthusiasm, my bubbliness. Um, and I ended up meeting with so many of the employers that came to that day to to try and recruit graduate talent but unfortunately there was no there was no job I felt great my ego my ego was boosted I was like check me out I'm shining bright there was nobody no jobs at that particular career fair I was interested in and it wasn't until a few weeks later I got a message and I got a message from the recruiter and she was like okay it's not in London but we have an opportunity this this company this particular company would you like to go and um, would you like to have an interview with them and I was like 
oh, why not? And, and it was funny. One of the, my synchronicity is already starting to kick off. My best friend in university, she had gone to work for a big, well-known corporation and they worked with this big, well-known corporation. So I phone up my, my best friend and I'm like, oh, do you know this company? Um, they're, I've got an interview with them. It seems super fun. It's not London, but it sounds really exciting. And <laughs> honestly, this is when you just can't write this stuff. I just thought it was a coincidence at this point, but I was still like in awe of what happened. And out of all the different customers she could have had when she started her job at this big corporation, well-known global corporation, the company that wanted to interview me was in fact her first placement. It was her first placement. And I was like, whoa. So she helped me prepare some, you know, cool interview questions to be able to go and go and show up being myself and, and hope, hope for the best. And I did, it worked out. I ended up going, um, cutting a long story short, I ended up getting the job, I moved down and I met the most, some of the most inspirational women in my life. I've never grown, I've never developed so quickly. It was, when I say I was there for 16 months, the learning I did, I don't think I could have done that much learning in five or even 10 years if I'd just stayed in Glasgow and stayed with the same friendship groups and I had just been living out in a place that I was so familiar and so comfortable with because I had to push myself out of my comfort zone. I was the fool. I had to go and make new friends. I was being forced to meet new people and with new people you get fresh perspectives and when you do truly embark on that fool's journey, the universe's present and gift to you is to align you more in your path for you to meet the right people because you're out and you're attracting new experiences because you are being spontaneous. You've listened to your intuition. So therefore, you're going to be aligned with your, your path, your higher purpose. And though I said before, I do believe we're merely here to have good experiences, to learn um, and just have a great time when we're, we're here in this human experience. I do think some of us do have a greater purpose here. There are some of us that do. And you can't, you can't embody this greater purpose unless you listen to yourself you listen to your soul's calling and you do what feels right for you because the path, it works out. It works out. All the fears that used to resonate, they don't, most of them don't come true or they're, you know, such a fraction of what you interpret them to be. And I'm so grateful that I embarked on this village journey and then there, there came a time where I felt like my calling was elsewhere. And then I went off and I did my travelling. I went to Nepal. I did my yoga teacher training. Um, I then I worked in I worked in Lapland with Mister Santa Claus. So yeah, like when when you listen to these little whispers, we can live a life full full of adventures. Where is it that you're you're playing small at the moment that? You could be afraid of your success or you're afraid to take a decision or take a chance. What would it look like? What would it look like if you took that chance? If you took that opportunity? If you even apply for that job or invest in yourself, create that business that you've been dreaming of for the longest time? 
because what what if it just makes you happier it makes you more content you invite more magic into your life you're able to relax more to play more to have more fun so Truly to round up this episode, I wanted to share some of my fool's journeys, the beginning of my journeys, that set me off on beautiful, gorgeous adventures, allowing me to be open, have a curious mind, and rather than just ignore fear or push down fear, when I embark on the fool's journey, Truly, it's feeling the fear and doing it anyway because when we have faith that something's going to work out, we need to take those inspired actions to really push us out, push us out onto that journey. And just to let, before we round up, I, I'm being called to just pull us a couple of tarot cards for the collective to see what, to see what medicine's going to come out to end this solo cast oh my goodness okay the ten of cups came out and what spirit the universe god collect um, the collective energy however you identify with that is greater than you is coming out to say if you are to embark on that fool's journey the emotional fulfillment you're going to reach is beyond your wildest imagining Remember when you're manifesting, when you're embarking on these fool's journey, allow the best possible outcome to unfold. And that is truly the card, like the Ten of Cups is like my happily ever after card. That is all going to be okay. So take some time to ponder after this episode to see if you were to take a chance, if you were to be the fool, what would you do? How would your life look? And what action can you take today? Don't postpone it. What action can you take today that's going to help you embark on that journey? Get journaling, have some conversations with your friends and um, to just try and attract in that energy of new beginnings, the full, to have a more fulfilling life. Let's have more fulfilling lives and inspire other people to do the same. So gorgeous humans, I've had such a fantastic time sharing some of my story with you in this first podcast episode. It very much was me being the fool here and barking on this new journey. I've not done a podcast before, never mind a podcast series. So I'm so grateful to bring you along on this journey. And if there's anything you do want to hear in this podcast, I'd love to hear it. Um, send me a message to my Instagram account. It's Goddess Tarot Society. Give me a little follow. Any reviews on this podcast are also much, much appreciated. It helps get out to more people so we can all grow in this goddess community, be there for one another, inspire one another and lift each other up and just be that guiding light when for others when they need it. Okay, so until next time, gorgeous, gorgeous souls, all the very best. Take good care of yourself. Mwah.